Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Trash Movie Kings podcast. I am your host, Adam Edwards, joined with some friends, a bunch of creative types from around Houston, around the country, where we try to recreate the feeling that you get when you leave a midnight movie of Labyrinth after having six very dirty, very heavy martinis at the uh, Weird Swingers Lounge next door, and you just kind of stand around outside under the marquee, kind of boozily reminiscing about what the hell you just saw. Now, Labyrinth, to be clear, not a trash movie. The movies that we watch in this podcast, absolute garbage. Trash. This is a podcast where various creative types all pile onto a Zoom meeting and watch some of the worst movies in history, looking for the diamonds in the rough. I'm talking movies you've never heard of, I've never heard of, movies that exist on YouTube. Not that they're in the public domain, it's just nobody gives a shit. They're just up on YouTube. That's how bad these movies are. These are trash treasures. This is the kind of crap that makes you question your taste, your reality, your life choices, and then we do all the heavy lifting and we let you know if they're maybe worth your time. Granted, we're in various states of sobriety when we do this, so maybe take it with a grain of salt, but also that's probably the best way to watch these movies. So uh, yeah, oh, one note, when you hear this sound, that means that you are hearing a clip from the movie session that we recorded prior to the episode of the podcast. And then when you hear this sound, that means we're back to the podcast. Now, if you watch on YouTube, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Which reminds me, we do have a YouTube channel where you can watch all of these for free. It has a video element so you can see our faces, you can see the editing that's been done, and you can actually see the clips of the movies rather than just hear the audio of it. So yeah, that's about it. Oh, 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 and um, sorry, Apocalypse Hal wanted me to let you know, um, he wants you to be warned that he has jokes that, you know, are worth warning about. Uh, so you've been, you've been warned about Mr. Howell's jokes that deserve warning. Cool. All right. Well, that's all I got for you. So enjoy the show. Hey, we... Justin. I went to the doctor today to get uh, antibody <laughs> test to see if I had the antibodies for COVID-19. And he comes back in and he was like, no, you don't have the antibodies for COVID-19, but you do have the antibodies for 5G. <laughs> okay, it fell flat there. What do you have for me this time? Closing down a bank, fixing an election. It's all, it's all, it's all easy. Right on. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Trash Movie Kings podcast. I'm your host, Adam Edwards, joined with Joey Graham. Hey, Joey. Hey. Apocalypse Howl. How's it going? Hey. And Justin Petty. What's up, JP? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tonight we, uh, we're capping off Neil Vimber a little bit late with uh, Twisted Pear, his most recent film. Uh, part of the reason we watch this is because we are hoping to get an interview with one of the cast members uh, in this movie and so we're gonna figure out what that looks like but that's 
that's exciting and, and coming soon. Uh, so I guess to get started off, uh, Apocalypse and JP, do you guys want to kind of take a whack at uh, explaining what we just watched? Sure. Um, so pretty much you had <clears throat> Neil Breen playing Cade and Kale, twin brothers who at birth were chosen by AI. Not who, not just which, Neil Breen. There were two other actors, four other actors that played them as children. This is correct. Uh, so they're chosen by AI as children. Um, Kale lost... Why did he lose the powers? He lost favor with the AI because he didn't want to go the direction AI went. So Cade, right? Cade Cade was the good one. Well, it depends. How do you look at it? Cade is the good one in this story, yes. Okay, so Cade continued the work of AI, which was to stop this biochemical terrorist from destroying the world or whatever he was going to do. He had a dastard plan, dastardly plan, and Cade was trying to stop him with his powers. He's got some powers. And Cade had a love interest, which I guess was his wife. And she, this is the part I don't understand, Justin. She turns on him and sells him out and says that, well, you were never going to join us. So I guess there's two different AI. No, she, she doesn't, she's paying someone to follow him because he, she thinks he's cheating on her. You think that's all that was? Yeah, absolutely. So then why they shoot each other at the end? Because she still thought he was cheating on her. No, well, no, you don't. And he didn't murder know someone why. that cheats on you. That's dumb. Uh, a lot Ooh, of people okay. do that, though. You but, shouldn't, but people out, do. Just for a second, <laughs> Neil also shot her. Yeah, that's why? what I'm saying. Like he, he doesn't know why she's trying to shoot him. So you don't think that there's two different factions of AI? No, I think that Neil was a uh, like CIA kind of secret operative with an an agency, and she also worked at that agency. The fact that they worked together had nothing to do with. She says at the end, "You would, you were never going to join us." I don't know what that has to do with, but she thinks he cheated on her. <laughs> I, don't I think. That. I Wait. think what's going on is Kale has he AI unchose Kale because he was he did not want to escape thinking like a human. He wants revenge and vengeance, blah, blah, blah. He wants basic human stuff. And, and drugs. I think he also wants drugs. He also wants drugs. Well, I think the drugs were <laughs> the fact he was he trying a to lot of drugs. the fact that he gave he up. Wants two drugs. for him and two for her. And so there was a so there's her. a duality between them where Cade is willing to accept the uh, righteousness of the future AI and Kale disagrees with it and wants to maintain his humanity is that what you guys yes no he does not want to maintain his humanity or else he wouldn't be doing drugs because he made he feels he he humans love drugs love yeah yeah i would argue that doing drugs is a pretty human (laughs) but he's doing the drugs you can tell because humans are the only creature on the planet that do drugs i wouldn't i wouldn't totally agree with that theory 
Yeah, apes apes will smash their heads against rocks or trees or whatever to get a cats little bit love of a high. Catnip. Cats catnip. love catnip. Yeah, and like then how many like wild animals high. eat Amanitomus gyrus mushrooms? Okay, that's fair. All animals love getting high. Because <laughs> getting high is tight. I want to say all animals. <laughs> dogs are always high. I don't know if dogs like to get high. Dogs, my, my dog. Oh, you know what? They really like Freon. What? What? Yeah, but that's not will, because it gets them high. It's because it tastes until they're sweet. Dead. Yeah, but it tastes like candy get pretty to high. <laughs> yeah, but no dog knows because every dog that takes it is dead. <laughs> How are they going to tell the other dogs? Okay, In fair. Heaven. Dogs don't like to get high. We've decided. Dogs in heaven. <laughs> okay. Oliver doesn't like being high. So, anyways, Kale so think- and Cade. What are the diff- big differences between them? Well, <clears throat> kale. <laughs> Sorry. Every time you say kale, I just think of fucking kale, like with the cake. Like smoothies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So kale, charred. Kale wanted to just be human in his thought process. So AI unchose him. He was not worthy. Cade was still worthy. He understood the bigger picture, but I feel like. So 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 that's its own little thing, but I feel like on another level, you I mean, have it's a pretty big thing. It's like the plot of the movie, the <laughs> right? Part. It's the main plot of the movie, but there's a subplot that comes in at the end, and I think it's that there are two factions, two AI, and within that AI, uh, Cade was not willing to go over to the other side. And I think hey, I just I just want to note here that. Um, this isn't actually what happened. This is Mike's interpretation of what happened. And we're oh, still yeah, debating we, this. Yeah, we've left. Uh, so which means is please, what please don't, don't spout this off as fact. Well, what actually, yeah, like, well, how does this movie, let's, we kind of got the idea that there's two brothers, there's twins. One of them is taking the plight of the futuristic AI that it has been imputed into him, however you want to say. He has like magical powers or whatever, and he's trying to protect the world from mutant biological militants or something that this gentleman in a hat and pink glasses named Coos is about to unleash upon the world, and he's protecting the world from that. And um, what happens? He, he stops them, just like any other superhero in any superhero movie. But there's this like weird thing at the end with him and Kale where I don't quite get what Kale is still doing in the movie, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think that like so when when they kept doing the trying to hug each other scene, I I think that that was their what did what do they what do you call twin telepathy? You know what I'm talking about? How twins have the unspoken communication yeah. thing. Uh, that, like bond thing. Yeah, I guess. Like they can read each other's thoughts or something in certain instances. There might be I a feel scientific... Like it was, I feel like that scene was him trying to metaphorically show that. Or hmm. not metaphorically, I guess. But he was trying to he was trying to show it visually what their their twin telepathy was. I don't right, think that they like, were actually standing there talking to each other. 
he ends with he ends with that kind of a curious statement where he's like i don't care about humanity or something like this and he's like it, we, we're all living in a virtual metaverse right mm-hmm. where it's like which sounds like it's redundant <laughs> as a statement like i was wondering that when he said like we're living in a virtual metaverse well the like, thing that metaverse virtual the thing that struck a chord was neil brain saying that he didn't his lead character i believe which that brings up another interesting point is that he has two voiceovers from uh the twins caden kale which gets very confusing that i don't think kale kale is definitely a secondary character he's like more of a bad guy he has a beard but he definitely has his own voiceover a few times, which gets very yeah. The movie he, is not told from his perspective until it is for just a couple right, of and just like a couple of brief moments. Maybe it's just one, but like why? <laughs> but anyways, what I, my point is that Neil brings Breen's character Cade saying, "I don't care about humanity. We're all living in this." virtual metaverse i have bigger fish to fry and then it like leads into a sequel is pretty weird considering all his other films where he's very concerned with the plight of humanity yeah i mean he definitely wants to fix humanity that's like his whole thing but now this being his most recent film it feels like he's maybe mentally ready to take on some more fictional more are we gonna more, see uh, insane drama? insane things i don't know yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at is like where, where does this where is this going because we found out <clears throat> i don't think we realized i didn't realize this maybe we did i don't know when we watched this movie initially but this is kind of living in the world of pass-through <laughs> room Oh, I forgot about the scene. That, yeah, those the little fucking hot chicks. Is Koo's gone? Oh, this I girl don't wants... understand the fairy. And then look at that <gasps> oh, scene. Oh, shit. But they're watching pass through. Oh, my God. Wow. I don't remember this. But that green thing, did that part happen? I don't think that we had the context. Right, we didn't no. know. Oh, my God. So this is a sequel in an, in an alternate universe, which is right. the movie we covered yeah. uh, that involves guess... a futuristic AI embedding himself into Neil bringing a drug addict in the desert and uh, him becoming or him Thanosing uh, the world. Uh, Mike, you posited that this this movie um, was actually that AI character uh, from the future also putting his kind of morality blanket into these two twins. Randomly. Justin, Justin thought that. Oh, okay. sorry. I, I concur. I concur. I concur. <laughs> but. But it's, but it's clear he's connecting the two uh, universes. That's least. what I'm saying is, yeah, the, these, I think this is an, based on the two moons. Yes. I think this is a completely 
like a like a, a different dimension of Earth. Oh, there's two moons. It's two fucking moons. I don't understand that. Where are oh, they? Oh, there's a dot. The dot. Wait, what, what is Green that? Had dot? The budget to shut up. The dot is not planet? in this. <gasps> it is. It just popped up on the moon. Which we're getting to like Marvel, like we talked about at some point in the movie. It was like we're getting like some Marvel, like Earth, whatever number. Right. But there's like a multiverse kind of thing of Breen, which is like this movie's in 2018 and the the Marvel hasn't super touched on that concept yet, which, you know, that's just something in the last year or so. But Breen's getting into like a multiverse, I feel like, just based on that moonshot, mostly. And the fact that they they reference the pastor character kind of vaguely at first, but at the end, they show the fucking movie as if it's a movie. And it's almost like... It's almost like he's saying movies are real inside of his own movies. Like when you watch a movie inside of a Neil Breen movie, you're watching another dimension of a Neil Breen movie. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> uh, that's kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> or Neil Neil Breen movies. <clears throat> Neil Breen exists as a filmmaker within the universe of his movies. And they were just watching the last Neil Breen movie that came out. Right, but... The, and it the, had the, nothing the, to do with the plot. Well, no, it absolutely had stuff no, to I know, do with I'm the plot. Because they like, reference it, it would it would be funny if it was just like, oh, Neil Breen exists in this universe. Well, but he's that's, not that's normal. <laughs> that's like a normal like thing, like a, a Spielberg thing where yeah, yeah. Know, uh, uh, Back to the Future has Jaws, Jaws 20 in it or whatever. Yeah, but Neil Breen's saying that you, what you're watching is actually peering in. It's a movie, but you're peering into another dimension. It's like almost like movies and Neil Breen movies are not really filmed or anything. They're just literally uh, um, like magical rocks that you found and then that you project them and they project a, a different dimension in Neil Breen movie or some shit. <laughs> Or there's a chance that this was another example of really, really well-crafted exposition by Neil Breen. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting that, really... Hey, remember this movie? It's connected to this yeah. story. Yeah. I'm just... Uh... I'm oh, I'm tripping out over it a little bit hard. I wish, I wish Neil Breen would publish a timeline. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be I great did. if he made like a book to like give you the map of all Guys, of all of his characters yeah. and how he, they. He did. It's called the Five Film Retrospective, and we <laughs> need to fucking watch it. Okay, okay, we yeah, we. You're right. If if you are a Neil Breen person and you're listening to this, you're probably already aware. He has a, Neil Breen doesn't do interviews. Is it five hour documentary, ten hour documentary? I think, I think it's seven, um, I it was six. The trailer seven, was 30 minutes. Six hours. <laughs> or five, <laughs> the like trailer's that. 30 minutes. <laughs> it's at least 10. <laughs> A half hour trailer. It's crazy. But yeah, Neil Breen has a retrospective of his own films that he hosts. In a, in a black chair in, a, in an office in a small home 
It is five <laughs> hours and 40 minutes. Okay, it's six <sighs> hours. It's basically six hours. That's still pretty fucking long. Where mm-hmm. he describes to you how to make movies or etc. This confirms my, my theory from last week is that like Neil Breen has a lot to say, but he refuses to do it anywhere but his movies. <laughs> yes. So even yes. when he wants to talk about his movies, he's got to make a movie talking about his movies. Oh God. What if what if he can't talk about anything outside of his movies? What if all politicians had to do that? All what? Like people running our world, they all had to like do their talking via in movies. Like they would all make their own movies. That are oh, different. I see what you mean. Like uh, yeah. to make a political statement, you would have to make a, an entire film as opposed yeah. to just a speech on Fox News or CNN. So or you whatever. would just have to make propaganda. <laughs> no, yes, so like everyone is like, full of propaganda. Everybody no, is Joseph Goebbels. No, they'd be like, well, I really want to say this one thing, but I don't want to make a whole movie, so I can't. It'd be so you want you want to use the tactic that Hitler used is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes, but everyone has to do it where you would never have it would never be a dictatorship because it would everyone would you'd have to play these movies. Every member of Congress, every member of the Senate every uh supreme court judge would get their fine would be able to finance their movie per year and that would be the only thing they could say <laughs> but um, those would be the only movies that ever got released in it again but but isn't that That's the film industry guys <laughs> <laughs> no. isn't that an abuse of power yes <laughs> i'm saying there should be one channel dedicated to all these films Yes. And, uh, wait, how many people are in? Congress? No, there would have Congress to be. There would have to be three channels because I think, it, I think my, my whole the CNN okay, version. for each. Yeah, if you're for each. Fox version, and then there would be the fucking the Fox edit, the CNN edit, the MSNBC edit. Al Jazeera. I think you guys solved democracy. I'm yes. Proud of you. <laughs> Don't forget RT. If people just would shut the fuck up and make an entire film about their ideas, <laughs> like they go, and then we would all long. we would all vote for office with letterboxed. <laughs> yes, is there, is there a it would just be stars. That, like... Yeah, oh who God. would who would even yeah like I guess manipulating the vote would be a lot easier. No, it'd be great. Yeah. Politicians <laughs> would say a whole lot less. <laughs> that's that's what i'm saying is like they would have to boil their concept and ideas down to a thing and if it was bad we could all just judge the fuck out of it and be like that was all you could say that was yeah. it <laughs> and then when they go to say something and we don't like it, but wait wait a second did you make a movie about this i'm sorry you can only make a sequel if you win office or something you didn't make a movie about this yeah how, how long do the movies have to be a full a tight feature. 90 tight 90 yeah tight, tight 90, 90. <laughs> gotta be a tight 90 they've gotta be exactly 90 minutes <clears throat> yeah tight 90 yeah. baby you have to pay a tax if you're over by a minute no nope. yeah. i'll talk and the last 20 minutes of hillary clinton's was just filler material for walking <laughs> down a street it was <laughs> oh my god okay uh anyways i'm gonna move right. us on from this conversation. <laughs> <I didn't> <laughs> adam did you like this movie I did like this movie. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite Neil Breen movie, but I do like it. 
I think that it it there's a lot of smoke and mirrors because he definitely has the best quality stock footage in this movie of any other Neil Breen movie. Um, but yeah, I think I liked it. What about you? Apocalypse. I, I think. I think it's my favorite Neil Breen movie, and I think tonight, I really it kind of brought home for me because with what like just seeing the projection screen in that room, the theater room in that one scene where they're playing pass through, and the first time we watched this as a group. We had not seen. We past. hadn't seen pass through. We didn't understand. We didn't it. know that that was a reference to another movie. It was the scene where all the dead bodies are laying in the desert. Yeah, and yeah. it made me realize that Justin's right. Yeah. They're all tied together. They might. Be. Joey was theorizing about this in a joke, but JP really kind of like pointed it out. No, it's not a joke. Yeah, because so I did I mean, like it. the desert that he has. It, he's in in pass through exists in all the other movies. Now that but could not just in this be one. There really a wasn't setting out of convenience. It was in there. It was in there when he showed past through. Mm. Well, yeah. I, I like this movie because this he plays two characters that that like have to interact on green screen. And and yeah. I just I think it's hilarious that his other character was he just had a fake beard. A very fake beard. <laughs> yeah, I think it like when I think of Bugs Neil Breen movies, I think of this one. When you what? Sense? Like when I think of Breen movies, I think mm. of this one. I think yeah. of him Spider-Man jumping on the buildings. Spider-Breen. Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 I don't see it. You had to have let him. This is a question for... Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah you I don't I don't either but I, I get where you're coming from because it feels like he should be doing more of this it feels like he yeah. should have known how to do this like in his earlier movies right but it, it, it took him what four other movies five is this is this fourth movie or no fifth movie at least fifth. this is his fifth movie so it took him four other movies to like put together that he could do like something this asinine yeah <laughs> and it would play okay kind of within the constructs of his insanity or what it's not really insanity he's not an insane person he's like <sighs> I don't eccentricities know yeah like eccentric he's definitely eccentric and he has a lot of strong ideas about humanity and he's read not a ton but at least enough of like future kind of um theorizing to where he that i think that's what sparked this movie is like he read i don't know ray kurzweil yeah that or uh what i'm thinking future i don't know whatever he's read some stuff (laughs) So he's got ideas and he needs to get them out based on his like strange morality clause, which ends up with him Spider-Manning all over a chemical plant and blowing it up nonsensically. I guess the chemical plant was full of the mutant bio weapon. I don't no, know. I mean, they didn't even 
they didn't even indicate that. I think that he was just <clears throat> doing an act of terrorism. Oh, I mean, he, he was... himself was doing it. Do you think? <clears throat> yeah. I have no idea. I, I couldn't tell you what. When he ends up at the... he Does he blow up? He blows up the chemical plant and then he blows up the... Headquarters. Like, headquarters, which is yeah. clearly just a community college. Really quickly over and over again. Did he make his hair like move back in in post? (laughs) I think he actually probably jumped off of something on the green screen. Oh, then he just he teleports. He breened all the way back to his house. What class do y'all think he signed up for to get access to the community college? I wonder if he's the film teacher. <laughs> he might be. Jesus he might be Christ. like the temp or like the adjunct film teacher. Yeah, it's the fucking, it's the Vegas school of film, which if Neil Brain was leading the Vegas school of film, I'm like, perfect. Do you think, do you think <laughs> Neil Brain is a That's student? That's a question we should ask Jason. Ah. That's like how they got access question. to the uh, school. Well, also we should ask if Neil Breen is his real name. Do you think he's? Do you think he's as paranoid as uh, as you? <laughs> I just said, is Neil Breen a pseudonym? That's what I mean. I like it. Literally, said it. maybe right we should ask him if Neil Breen is his real name. No, ask Jason, not ask Neil Jason. Breen. <laughs> like, if he goes by Brian on set and he's like, Neil Breen's like a whole other thing. Don't worry about it. That's what I'm Neil saying. Breen's what do you think I was today. saying? <laughs> the exact same name thing I was saying, Neil. just in a different language. You know, Joey, Mike literally said the exact same thing like five seconds before you said it. That's what he was saying. Were you saying that we should ask Jason? Because that's all I was adding. No, okay. I see. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that's all I was saying. Neil Breen is a classic. Is Neil Breen a guys. pseudonym? And I was like, yeah, we should ask Jason because Jason might know if he goes by some other name on fucking set. Yeah, I'm probably. Oh, is. okay. I see how that went down. Sorry this if is, I'm too drunk really to good get that out. guys. No, I might. Hey, it is. But... People love misunderstandings on podcasts. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really good right. radio. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, what else? Beats being German, because if you were German, I mean, the only music you'd listen to would be like polka. We've gotten through one question so far, so let's let's uh, let's just make a singular person answer. Maybe two people. Favorite part? Adam, y'all didn't even. I didn't even get to answer if I liked it or not. Just we don't care. We don't care. We've moved on. What's your favorite part, Justin? <laughs> Gonna think about it for a little while. Justin? Yeah. What's your, ever... what's your favorite part and did you like the movie? Uh, Joey's upset me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I upset you. What would I do Joey... care. So if Joey is Cade... What would be the name of Kale? Wait, if Joey's Cade, what? It has like to if, start with a J. If it's a Joey, if it's a Cade and Kale situation, and Joey is the Cade, who's the Kale? 
Uh, like, is it another person? Like, like what's the what's the name? Just, I, I guess the saying. name. None of this is landing. Um, Justin, yeah. what was your favorite part? <laughs> Justin, did you like the movie? <laughs> yeah, I I did like it. I never, I didn't answer either. So, just so you know, me nor you answered the question. It was just Mike and Adam. I'm sorry that you felt left out. All of that for him to just answer, yeah, I did like it. I liked it too. No, it no, wasn't my favorite Neil Brain movie. I thought that was it's not my favorite, but I, it... what was your favorite part, Justin? We got a lot of notes here. The slices of lights were. Ah, yeah. It became my favorite part as the movie kept going on because we kept yeah. calling it out. Slice, slice, slice. Slice of light. Yeah. Uh, so for anyone not super technical with filmmaking, uh, uh, what we're referencing as a slice of light, people might call it other things. Basically, when you have like a pretty strongly strong light let's say for to be general and then you put like barn doors on it to where it's like a line of hot light going down. going through your scene hmm? it's like that classic old noir thing yeah like, it's yeah, like a noir thing or like a, it, and then you snoot the barn doors in snoot that's yeah snoot but i, I was trying to keep it just like yeah barn doors are two like shades on a light that you kind of bring in to just bring a like a slice of light across like your eyes in like a noir thing or a giallo uh, they use that a lot but yeah the uh, there's hundreds of them in this film it feels like each have their own bottle of white wine cocaine <laughs> almost it's probably 50% of the shots it seems like any shot that it, it, yeah in every shot is specifically <clears throat> the actor who is opposing him in the scene stops just shy of being in the light. Yes. Except it's... for in the theater, whenever he's sitting there and that slice of light comes across the... Oh yeah, it hits him, but yeah. all of his co-actors keep missing their marks and the lights <laughs> land on their hands when they're talking in the shadow. <laughs> So that was yeah. your favorite part. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, as, as a favorite part, it's not really a part, but it is a part of the film in a sense that it's part of the filmmaking. And we enjoyed it because we were just like, ah, slice. <laughs> no, okay, I get you. Yeah, my, I think my favorite part is the, it's the recurring eagle scene. Sorry, I'm looking at iStock footage now. <laughs> Here's two bears humping. Like bears is bad. Hello, my friend. Okay, so what did what did he just do? Like he blew up a chemical plant or something? Yeah, and then he had to reconnect with nature. (laughs) I that is. I don't know what it's supposed to reference. Is the eagle supposed to be? the ai communicating with him while he's on earth is the eagle just him hanging on to his little bit of humanity he's an american himself to earth he is american but that's not a bald eagle actually i think it's a hawk (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know i don't know what's the well it's it's definitely the latter it's definitely him like not hanging on to his humanity but just still appreciating humanity 
Mm. Okay. Like it's it's a beautiful part of being alive in on on earth. this earth. It's like knife culture. On this particular earth, earth breen five or breen four or whatever we're on. Birds let's do say, love knife culture. Let's just say each breen is a different dimension and maybe a couple of them take place in the same dimension, but for lack of wanting to go back and decide right now, this will be green earth five yes okay yeah (laughs) why why did we go on that tangent um because reasons oh uh because of the bird oh yeah Yeah, okay yeah Yeah. okay so yeah like a fully alien planet because birds exist so it's got to (laughs) be well you don't earth where birds exist yeah so... not this earth. <laughs> right in that they're real and they're not right yeah. birds are fake yeah so in yeah. this world you can pet birds birds are fake but bird law is real well that's the whole ploy yeah <laughs> does, anyone, does anyone else have a favorite part <laughs> that's yes, the I whole do. point of your pocket knife my favorite part is uh whenever Kale has the uh, business executives chained up with sash cord and and he's or whatever sash chain and and he's like and they give the whole reason for why he's obviously got them chained and shooting. I'm an attorney. And I'm going to see that you are put in jail for the rest of your life. I don't give a shit. This is my form of <laughs> oh, 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 I knew this was going to come back to bite him. The stolen cars. Millions embezzled from charities. All the politicians we've been paying off. Oh, we've been paying politicians off for years. <sighs> the illegal drugs. He's such a master at weaving exposition guns. into his scenes. The CEOs you don't we it. had a <laughs> Human trafficking. Oh, the insurance scams we run. Hell, we've even <laughs> sold military secrets. Ah, hell. I'm going to leave you a little reminder. <laughs> I will be back. Here's a little <laughs> gift from me to you. Here's a little reminder and a little gift. <laughs> I love it so much. And then yeah, the like human a... trafficking that we did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't forget... <laughs> Whenever we... I cheated on my wife. <laughs> yeah, we embezzled money from those fundraisers. <laughs> this is the closest. This is this is Neil Breen's speech in the film. I feel like anybody made it. The other guys do it. <laughs> yeah, it was just like these are the things that are wrong, and I'm gonna have these people say them, and then I'm gonna fucking shoot them on screen with terrible effects. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kept wondering why you loved that part so much. <laughs> I guess because it's a little bit of a micro scene of other of some of his other films in a weird way. I feel like it's a, a miniature version of the whole uh, fateful findings part where he goes to the rich people's homes and says isn't that corrupt like it's just people espousing their whatever corruption without any 
hindrance at all <clears throat> in a weird garage chained up to a wall and then yeah yeah fucking shoots him <laughs> it's just yeah it's it's just like his it's his creative exposition very delicately weaved throughout the dialogue of other characters yeah he's moved on from watching you commit them commit suicide to just I'm having my twin brother murder them <laughs> in a weird garage. <laughs> yeah, but what if Kale never existed, but instead it was Cade releasing his human instincts? Mm. God, yeah. So Kale is Hyde and Cade is Dr. So he really Hyde. was cheating on his wife. Oh, wow. Is it like yeah. It's like a fight club. He physically yeah, grows a beard out. No, I don't think this is the case. He gets really mad when someone accuses him of having a beard. The party? No thanks, I have a girlfriend. Hey, look at this. Hey, what the <laughs> fuck? You shaved! What the fuck is going on here? <clears throat> I never had a beard. What? What are you doing? <laughs> I've never had a beard. Do you know Kale? <sighs> what? No, no, no. No one even actually accuses him of, be- of having a beard. They're just like, <laughs> hey, do you really want a party? Mad. Do you no, she asked, him, no she's, she asked she him if he like, shaved. Didn't you shave? Yeah. Because oh, that was the. I, that he was, grabs her by the lapel. Goes, I never had a beard. I never had a beard. <laughs> it so, was the actress that played Kale's girlfriend earlier in the movie, but he had to shoot it later and she had already dyed her hair. Because her hair was, that was blonde. The same girl? Yes. Yeah. It was? But I think she dyed her hair and he decided to shoot a scene later. And they had to bring her back, and she just looked different. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> Who knows? They might have planned it. It was. It didn't look like a great dye job. It could have been planned. It was an alright dye job. It just said, <laughs> that's rude. It's rude. Sorry, sorry, actress. I've never met her. Can we talk about how there were three different actors for Coos? No. Were there three? I mean, I we we made note. There were two. two. I'm, well, they they started with the one in the pool in the backyard. The coos. Those are some fucking heels, man. Oh, At least it's so fairly obvious. <laughs> I forgot about this guy's voice. So interested in my special art. The face he's I'm making seems like his voice art. sounds like that. And then it was the older. Fatter guy, but like super soldiers. Is that the same guy? No, it's not. The other guy was younger. Kind of looked like Pee Wee Herman. We are not going to let you take Okay. And then they went to a third one at the dinner table, who was a very skinny guy. Yeah. Potentially like three. I skinnier than the first guy. Like he he looked sick. Well, there's. There's basically three scenes with him now. Yeah, sure and they're all different three. actors. There's a, the, the, the the one in the middle distinctly seems different. The one on either side, the one at the pool, and then the one later. The table. Yeah, he definitely the seems different to me. He definitely seems different, but he's credited as one person. So hard to argue. Perhaps they were weird angles or perhaps it's three or four different people and we'll never know but they're all clean shaven and they all got hats and they all got pink eyes and distorted voices and we understand who it's supposed to be 
Right. The distorted yeah. voices. You, uh, that brings up a good point is like, did he have like multiple actors play this part? And then was like, I'll fix I, it in post. I'll fix it in post. Yeah. And then they was like, none of the voices match. And he was like, well, how do, can we make them match? And he came up with the idea of making them have like a weird deep voice. He just pitched them all down because everyone sounds the same pitched down. Right. And then it gives, and then it gives, yes, they do. but you know, whether he knows it or not, like it's this weird kind of quality that sort of makes you start questioning the reality of the film. And like, you're, you're like, Oh, there's two moons. There's this guy with a weird voice. You're like, is this a dream? Am I am I awake? Am I alive? <laughs> Maybe he's just yeah, screw it's, fan. It's <laughs> making me start to question like all the things that we thought Neil did out of convenience were actually really intentional. And he's <sighs> yeah, he's a lot more intelligent than we've given him credit for as a filmmaker. <sighs> he's either accidentally the cheap David Lynch or very purposefully the cheap David Lynch. And it, it, it's hard to know. Uh, that, this is something maybe we could address. But with does Jason, it even actually. go beyond does, like, he, does it transcend David Lynch? Is he the Andy Kaufman of filmmaking? <laughs> <laughs> is this all just him watching us watch him? Okay, let's move on because this is getting really existential. Well, Andy Kaufman's not that existential. It's just like, is there a oh, joke? JP's question was, like, Andy what Kaufman, if... The joy Andy Kaufman got out of his comedy was making other people uncomfortable and unable to tell if it was a bit or if this it was real. Right, we're getting into some like Andrew W.K. shit as well. But I think I think Lynch, <laughs> Kaufman, Andrew W.K., to anyone that is familiar with that whole thing, and perhaps Breen are kind of the same i don't think Lin i don't think the difference between lynch and kaufman is that much different like i think they're kind of doing something similar in two drastically different ways <clears throat> they're drawing attention to form and 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 questioning like ultimately you know, your your like experience is like you're kind of in a loop it's like what you're fucking with it so much that i'm like confused and i don't know what's going on kind of thing i don't know yeah i guess they're both doing things at the expense of the <clears throat> audience rather than trying to entertain the audience yeah yeah they're both assholes and probably some people would argue that Lynch isn't doing that, that he's like a pure artist, et cetera. But I think a uh, part of him enjoys making something so esoteric that you're, well, yeah. you, it, dri it drives you crazy, you know? The whole <laughs> like, point, like, you, I, I would argue that every artist, that is every artist, the purpose of making art is to either make a connection or get a reaction out of those experiencing your art. Right. And it, it's like, do you think Scorsese would think these are amusement park films? <laughs> I'm curious what Scorsese would say about a Neil Breen film. Yeah, would you rather... Would, hello, Scorsese. Would I have a Neil Breen film and I have an Iron Man film. I'm pretty sure he's going to go with the Breen film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Any special performances that anyone? 
Our guy? Neil Breen? No, Jason. Oh, well, he's yeah, great he, as, a, so, as a homeless man with mice. Fantastic. <laughs> Big mice. He made Did me he think die? they were real. Wow. Look exactly. at how he sashays into a scene. It's so sexy. <laughs> he's walking like he's on a green screen thing still like he's being careful <laughs> well you can't just how he walks till the dvd credits commentary. <laughs> did he die or did he just get stabbed in the leg and like seem mildly uncomfortable before well, he, he got, got stabbed in his scene? he got stabbed in his iphone oh jason's back maybe What was his direction for the man in black? Oh, he stabs him in the leg, clearly in a block. What's his cell phone? That's a whole other thing. Is it, who the fuck is the guy in black? Was it? It's Cade? the same thing in all of his movies. It's right, he always has the guy in black. They're always like the bad guys, I guess. <gasps> but they're always clearly Neil Breen, probably in an overcoat. I mean, it might be somebody yeah. else, but it always. I mean, like you Neil can Brain tell by overcoat. the way he essentially chasses. It's hard. He can't change his walk. Right. Yeah, it's a pretty distinct walk. It's almost like a. It's like a, a comedic tiptoe kind of walk, <laughs> but he's making it sexy, like a sexy tiptoe. Yeah. I don't know. He's got. He's got a. He's got a. A like gate. Slithering. <laughs> He's got a gate. He's very miserly. Miserly. It's very light. It's very delicate. It's ginger. Twinkly. <laughs> Gingerly walking everywhere he goes, especially across green screens. Across green screens. Which is a lot of this movie. Does he have, he has some green screen in Fable Findings for sure. I can't remember. Is it, does he have green screen? I am here he just now. doing like, a double exposure thing. No, I mean he's he's compositing himself or matting himself or compositing himself into like those those war scenes towards the beginning. Oh god! The f- oh my god! About the fucking... Soldiers frozen. Follow me. They can't hurt me. Yeah, you're right. Where he's wa- walking across a pretty big sick wall. So I guess he's like. At least got somebody in his uh, group. Oh no, no, I'm not talking about this movie. I mean, in his last ones, I didn't think he was. Oh no, yeah, they're 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 terrible in the in the this one in the old ones. This one's sort of they're not great by any stretch, but they're better. But it might just be virtue of him having a bigger green space to play with. I don't know. Some there's at least one shot where I'm like, oh, he like really kind of looks like he's in that spot, except for the fact that the whole shot is freeze framed and he's just waltzing around in it. Which he does a lot of weird freeze frames at the beginning for uh I don't know, no reason, it seems. It's almost like he's just stretching the movie out. <laughs> I think it was because he was the only one tight night. He was recording himself on green screen. He didn't have crew with him then. So he I I think he's messed up one guy. I think he's got he's always got like one guy though. I don't know. Maybe okay. Well then him and the one guy somehow messed up the timing of each shot so they had to do freeze frames so that he could act on this side. 
because this yeah. shot was shorter than this shot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shot shots just reminds me because Adam said this during the film, uh, but apparently I had no idea. But apparently Clint Eastwood only shoots one take of every shot that he has in mind, which. Uh, I guess it's amazing because his movies are pretty good typically. Mm-hmm. But then clearly no brain has adopted some of this, this, this concept because no brain's just out here. Cowboy in it, man. He's just cowboy. He's cavalier. <laughs> cavalier. It's yeah. beautiful. I mean, it's. Uh, it, it... There's it's something confidence. very special about it. Well, I assume that Clint, when Clint Eastwood does it, he has rehearsed it many, many times with the camera movement and the actors, and they practice it and practice it and practice it. Granted, actor the actors he works with are highly professional, so they have, they come <laughs> to set knowing every fucking line or super prepared, <clears throat> especially if they know he only do, does one take. But I feel like Neil probably doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's getting late for me, guys. I guess, like, a lot of these questions, again, for the Breen movies, we they don't yeah. really apply. Mm-hmm. So I guess, do you want to hit to the bees? Because yeah. we did hit on <clears throat> one of the bees on this one. We got, we got a boardroom. We yeah, we got we got multiple boardrooms. Uh, but that girl, the oh yeah, yeah there was that butt. Yeah, which is like yeah, uh, we got a stock footage, but stock we footage sent Adam down a long rabbit hole on iStock Photo. <laughs> hey man, iStock, iStock Photo has new has nudies. <laughs> Nudie booties. I wonder if you just bought all the uh, the stock footage of nudes and put them all together and put it on whatever if you can make money. That would be insane. Anyway, yeah, it's got uh, there's no boats, but there's it's multiple birds, multiple boardrooms. There's definitely yeah. a lot of blood in that weird garage scene. Yep. No yeah, butterfly in them. He's rubbing the God. What blue? He's got blue orbs. He ponders yeah. the orbs. He ponders the skull, which I wish there was a B word for skull so we could add that. But he ponders some things. Whose yeah. skull was that? <clears throat> I have no fucking clue. I don't know. Had a skull. He just got. He's got skulls. Uh, I don't think there were any British people. There were some bad suits. Oh, there were lots Very of bad, bad suits. suits. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. No Bigfoots. There were boys. There were four yeah. boys. I don't know that that was ever one of the bees. Four boys. Oh, that the stock footage of twins. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, sure. We got some boys, <laughs> little boys. <laughs> we're adding, we're boys. adding tiny baby boys for Justin <laughs> Petty. <laughs> for no butterfly knives. <laughs> oh God. Uh, 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 yeah, questioning the point of this film is is dumb. It's just bringing. Yeah, it's just uh, all right. Bags of trash. Let's just uh, do the bags. Bye. Start with you, Joey. Ah, God. I don't want to give it five. It's definitely, I think it's like four and a half.
I want to say. I don't know why exactly. I can't put it into words. It's just not quite. I feel like, especially since it leads up to a sequel at the end, I feel like there's more. I feel like this one, if I see his next film, I'm going to understand this one more. I don't know why. So in 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 the same way that I disliked Dune for being half a movie, I'm going to say this is kind of three-fourths of a movie. And I feel like he's got another fourth that he's going to turn into an entire film and be like this insane thing. So I'll give it four and a half. Not quite five. Not quite as low as four, which I was for Double Down. But near near perfection. Yeah. For a brain film. But not quite. All right. Apocalypse. Five. My favorite one. <clears throat> All right. JP. Brain movies kind of set I mean they, they set the bar for our entire rating system. <laughs> so you know, before we watched this one again, I in my head I was like Every brain is a five because we can't rate brains against brains when they all <laughs> exceed the rating system that they established. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But given that y'all are y'all are given some lesser than five scores, I guess I'm gonna have to give this one a four. Ballsy. It's my, it's my least favorite brain movie. Least favorite? Uh, are you serious? Favorite? Wow. It is. It's a brain movie, and it's. Standard alone, it's it's an amazing film. <laughs> but compared to the rest of them, it there's just some things about it that don't don't hit for me as well as the other ones. I feel I like feel it, like it loses some of the Breen heart. He doesn't really interact with a whole lot of people in this one. It's yeah, just it, a lot it, of long. It's a little kind of, insular. Yeah, <clears throat> it's, it's very yeah. It's it's a lot of long monologues over drawn out freeze frame scenes we have brief brief moments of like him chatting with people every like 15 or 20 minutes but it's usually really short scenes that just lead into another stock footage monologue <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't like dickhead as much as i liked nothing <laughs> Because Wait, Mike, is Mike taking Wait. a person? Is Mike taking Mike? <laughs> Mike, have you seen Dickhead? For this if you've movie, seen Dickhead, I would like to see it. Yeah, no, but Dickhead, Dickhead didn't have. Can we watch that? that? Can we watch Dickhead? Is it available? Latex bodysuit that was used for the old woman. Guys, uh, I mean, are it really deviated from Justin me not liking previous movie. You know, because all of his movies before had that. Okay, I took it a personal. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> did you did you really just no, personally attack me because okay. I didn't no, I, as much just as just disregard you. anything I just said. I meant none of it. Don't pass. What I was great. going to say really quickly, we and we've probably said this before, but Breen doesn't set the bar. He goes way outside the concept of bars for our film for the films we watch on this thing well, what i meant was, was like no i know established this rating system based on his worst yeah. film is the peak of our rating yeah. system this is what i'm getting to is i think when we're rating these brain films they're kind of beyond 
bags of trash i feel like we should be more specific about them being the bags of trash that he uses as the background in faithful findings they're a specific kind of bag of trash that so they're, only they're a, Green. Sub, a subset rating of <clears throat> five bags they're they already have five bags of regular trash and yeah. we're just rating him on uh, like these different kind of bags that are sitting on top of a bunch of other bags of trash. It's like Neil Breen is well beyond the five. How many Breen bags like, is it? Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a bag of Breen bags above the regular uh-huh. bags of trash, which, you know, if anybody enough else... enough of them, it'd it, be a really nice Breen bag chair. Exactly. Well, it, it, I, I just challenge other <laughs> shitty filmmakers. <laughs> that joke put Adam to sleep. That's how strong it was. Ugh, okay. So you think they were like hefty or they're big boy bags? They're, yeah, that's that's ableist. They're green. I want to say something about the tome. They're like tome bags. They're naked. They're naked brain man bags. I don't know because <laughs> like he's naked. He's naked so, in those scenes with the scene just where he's like looking at that book in the in the in the in the. No, they're his wife's body trash. bags. Breen's wife's body bags. There sure. Yeah. Breen, Add that to Breen's the wife. Okay. Body oh, yeah. bags. Body, yeah, body bags body is bags. not bad, actually. Anyway, that's not all I'm saying. Is like this is this movie is 100 trash, and then it goes above and beyond to like a new level of rating system. Yeah. So we should really be getting like honestly, I should really be giving it a nine bags of trash. Is what? <laughs> yeah, that's what, what I'm just saying. Just rate them in and order. I think, of I think Mike is. I think Mike is giving it a ten. You're well, giving it an eight. I'll give it. I'll give it five. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with what Justin said, which is like it dictated. Breen movies dictated what are. And I'm saying Breen is another level. Yeah, Breen transcends because and Breen's you, worst. You have film. to double your rating. You basically double your rating. How can Breen transcend the trend he set? Because his worst, he's like established the peak of our rating system, and then he only went up from there. Fine, thirteen bags of trash. (laughs) Hell yeah, man! We got our first thirteen bags of trash. I'm in. Hell yeah, let's fucking do it, man! Fourteen bags of trash. I'm giving it uh, a nine. Justin's giving it an eight. Mike's giving it a thirteen. What do you got? What do you? Wait, why did I? I I didn't say eight. Did you just pick eight for me? Just doubling Wait, no, everyone's score. No, 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 score. no. Justin gave it a nine. Joey, you gave it a nine and a half. No, 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 no. I'm doubling our scores. So eight and a half times. Oh, you're no, doubling. I, I, oh, See, yeah, I thought it was I like starting it. at five and adding. But okay. Well, yes and no. It's basically doubling the score. 13 okay. out of 20. Yes and no, like all brain movies. Mike's got a 13 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, uh, I'm going nine and a half. Nine and a half bags. It's not not perfect. It's not my favorite Breen, but it's good. It's good as fuck. The quality, the quality of his uh, stock footage really seals it for me. Right. The yeah, it's also like tough to have watched. This is our fourth Breen film in as many as times as we've done this. So. (laughs) 
It's hard to keep being like, oh, five bags and fucking trash, five bags. These are all fucking yeah. perfect movies. So we have to come up with new rating systems. So I've decided <laughs> <clears throat> nine bags of trash. Well, yeah, and you know, like, because we know that Neil watches this, and <laughs> I want to make sure that he doesn't feel like he doesn't have to try on his next movie. You know, oh, like, he, I want him to true, keep trying. Point. No, yeah. So if I give him a four and a half, he's gonna he's gonna want to earn that cookie. I want (laughs) there there are five bags of trash and five brain movies. That's yeah, that's deep. So (laughs) can we like (laughs) And there are five fingers on a hand? Can you like like any No no what I'm getting at is like I mean he's about to just rated him what if we just rated him against the other brain movies? Oh, you want to do a ranking? Okay. Yeah. Uh, rather, okay. rather than give him back his trash, what if it's just like, it's not okay. a rating system; it's a brain ranking system. <clears throat> brain ranking system. Ranking system. Okay. We'll consider doing that at a later date. I know we're yeah. all going to disagree. Well, this is the last brain cast, so well, well no, no, I, I, we'll, we'll have no, to watch. Clearly... I am here now. Yeah, we, we there's others one. to revisit, and we we're going to talk to a gentleman who was in about yeah. two minutes of this movie. Yeah, no, and I then wanna, we I need to do it now, and then we need to be. We will do it right movie. now. Then we need to watch something like parole violators or something. Yeah, we need to watch no. some dumb shit. Maybe not. I, I'm looking. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to Nin January. Yes, yeah. we're just going. We're just doing? going to come through Mike's ninja dvd collection that he gave me years ago because i've watched i think most of the things on that fucking thing and they're all bizarre as shit the first one that i want to show you guys is so fucking weird i'm very excited about it nin january but uh yeah it's gonna be good yeah if, if yeah we'll see about december the next one we do should probably be something Christmassy, but or we could just say fuck it and watch something random because we yeah, haven't done that in a so, while. I think we need something random in our lives. <clears throat> yeah, I mean we, like I said, this one's kind of a late addition to the Neil Vember, but I'm right. I'm gonna say that we're putting Neil Vember to bed. I love we love Neil. We all love Neil. Love you, my Neil. God. My God, we can't watch. Baby to bed. I need, we can't I need talk. Something else. Yeah, I, need, I can't talk about your movies anymore. It's okay. so, right. We bring too uh, close yeah. to the sun, guys. Any any uh, shout outs or any any weird shit? Shout out to teenage Middle Eastern Beetlejuice as the head of Homeland Security. <laughs> <laughs> Homeland Security is ready. Shout out. Uh, <clears throat> follow me at Apocalypse Howl uh, on Instagram. There you, you go. Do you not have any shout outs, Mike? <laughs> no, just, just, just jump in right to myself. Me, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, I got a shout out to not, not Neil Breen's weirdest sex scene and probably would be in any other filmmaker's. Uh, uh, sexual scenes with the frame smashing on the head after you interacted with a homeless person in a very bizarre way and then going home to like make whoopee. That one's pretty weird. Shout out to that one. <laughs> Do y'all think that, that Breen has said whoopsie while making love before? Maybe. 
God, Owen, Owen, we didn't do favorite shot, but shout out to Scary Shadow Stairs. And he did a couple other share. He did a couple other like scary share uh, shadow things in this movie. So he's adopted some universal monsters tropes, I suppose. Yeah. He did the light slices. He's he did a lot of shadows in this one. Oh yeah. Double moon. Okay, let's uh yeah, oh the double yeah. moon, yeah, which is yeah. like opening up the brain verse in my opinion. Yeah. I'm, I'm going like to say shout out to what I think might have been Breen's first F bomb in this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, you guys were saying he said fuck, but I missed it. He uh, said I missed fuck, that yeah. part too. So, yeah, that was that was huge, same. but uh and he said it right after I can't remember what he said, but I was thinking like yeah, he he wrote that line because he doesn't cuss, and then he immediately said "fuck." Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> any primate that's been sent into space. Like, shout out to them because we should never do that to them. <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm um, no shout out. Shout out to those apes. That have gone to space or monkeys. Shout out to Caesar, man. Shout out to Caesar. <laughs> Shout out to Coos. Shout out to Pink. Shout out to, Shout out to Coos. Sunglasses and deep voices. And oh, that weird ass like painting that moved. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Repeated, repeated lines. What was the thing that I brought up that was like the weird? Shout out to the multiple cut. Like, we're done here. We're done here. We're, we're done. Was that we're a done. Glitch we're or done. Was that we're, actually we're, we're done here. I don't think uh, that was in No, the no, no. It's a, it's an edit. Like, you did that on purpose. 100%. Yeah. Wow. That's just weird. It's just strange. After, oh, oh, that was. I forgot. I, oh. I made a note of that earlier. Like, that was that scene right before it started doing those jump cuts when he hit the. When he hit her in the scene, like he was beating her, it looked like he actually hit her too hard, and then he felt bad and immediately like cowered back, like "Oh shit, uh, I yeah. fucked up." It was really weird. Shout out he only to does the... one take, so. yeah. So those you can't, you got to use that take. That's the only take you can. One, one take. Shout out to the genteel Neil Breen, and shout out to that recliner that's underneath kind of a bar <laughs> in the middle of a walkway. <laughs> Yeah, it's like behind a couch, but between a couch and a bar and like underneath. Yeah, it's yeah. a good recliner. All right. That's oh, so I got. Got more? Yeah. College campus? Oh, oh yeah. Shout, shout out to, to reserving the entire, the entire restaurant. <laughs> I've reserved this entire restaurant just for the two of us. And shout out to Coos for wearing a thong. Shout out to Coos. Cool. Well, I think that's going to be it for Twisted Pair for this episode of the Trash Movie Kings podcast. Uh, Follow us on Instagram. We are now Trash Movie Kings, no longer Trash Kings 126. So just follow us at Trash Movie Kings. That's the same on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. We have an email address, trashmoviekings at gmail.com, I think. Is that right, Joey? I think so. Okay. It sounds good. And then it sounds uh, good. Trashmoviekings.com, Spotify, anchor.fm, whatever it is. Uh, and then just, yeah, keep listening. Let us know what you think. 
drop yeah, us drop your us suggestions. a line. Let us know which one of us is the most annoying. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Unless, unless yeah, it's me. Don't, don't, don't even. Don't tell us. It's, it's, it's just going to make us all feel really bad about ourselves. Okay, well, so. Well, just email me personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> email each of us is, as long as you're not talking. We'll put Pod- it in the liner notes at gmail.com. Just apocalypse DM. Howl at gmail.com. Oh, he has his own Apocalypse Howl website. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gram.joey or gramjoey at gmail. You can let me know who's the most annoying and we can chat. We can just yeah. chat about it. Yeah. That sounds good. But yeah, That's, until well, next sounds time. Really, you can email really me good. at jaredcrane42069 <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, I'd also like to uh, plug that we we have a podcast now. So, hey. if uh, you're listening now, we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, if hey, you're listening hey guys, to the podcast, check podcast out our podcast. We've been um, making. Y'all should check it out. Hit subscribe. Hey, I have a podcast, so <laughs> check it out. Oh wait, oh, and oh. shout out to Oliver. Shout out to Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. Oliver. Being oh, in a hole hey. and. Ah, uh, shit. Look at that baby boy. He ran off like he <laughs> knew he was doing something he wasn't supposed to. When he was I'm turning this off. <laughs> <laughs>